Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 108 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for new truths we learn every time we read your word. Help us learn of you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's see what's happening in Matthew chapter 19. This chapter has some difficult things to read about. First, Jesus talks about divorce. He said that Moses allowed them to give certificates of divorce because their hearts were hard, but it was never meant to be so. Once married, the two become one and should not be separated, except in the case of infidelity. I don't want to weigh in on an interpretation of this. It is simply what Jesus said. Second, he told the rich man to sell everything he had, give it to the poor and follow him. Jesus gave this man a task he couldn't do. Did he do this to prove a point? The point that we all come up short? We know the man went away in much distress because he couldn't do this one thing, even though he had kept all the rest of the commandments. In both of these difficult things, there is grace. In verse 26, Jesus said, with men, this is impossible, but all things are possible with God. God's grace covers our inabilities. Grace is bigger and covers more than we can ever know this side of heaven. However, I still pray for a soft heart, a heart that will do the will of God. May he keep all our hearts soft toward him so we can serve him in the highest and best way he desires. Let's see what Paul is writing Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1. Paul writes this letter from prison. He knew his time was coming closer to an end. He missed Timothy and asked him to bring him something, some books and parchments. In chapter 1, Paul writes that he continually prays for Timothy. He also writes that he remembers how strong his faith was a faith that was also in his grandmother and mother. He reminds Timothy to keep the flame of faith burning within him. Verse 7 is underlined in my Bible and says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice or craven or cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Yes, God's spirit is all these things and he lives within us. Let us walk in boldness and his power today. Paul tells Timothy to not be ashamed to testify to the Lord's greatness, but continue to share the gospel, the good news, even if it means suffering. Verse 14 says, guard and keep with the greatest care the precious and excellently adapted truth, which has been entrusted to you by the help of the Holy Spirit who makes his home in us. Paul advised Timothy to guard and protect his faith, his truth, not just guard it, but he was to keep watch over it with the greatest care, for it was precious. And it hasn't just been given to us. It has been entrusted to us. The Lord knit us together according to his plan. We are completely his and everything about us is his. God hardened Pharaoh's heart for his purpose. He showed himself magnificent to his own people and to the Egyptians. He did this with every plague he brought upon them and then in delivering his people. Just as he hardened Pharaoh's heart for his purpose, he has softened ours and called us to be his. He handpicked us to be his. And by his grace, we are made clean in his sight. So our faith is a gift, and his word is our source of truth. Let us guard it with all our might. We have to fight to keep our faith strong, fight to make God number one in our lives, because the world is so full of distractions. The enemy does his best to distract us long enough so we don't have time to do the one thing God calls us to do, worship him. The great commandment tells us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind. Let us push hard against the distractions that take us away from the Lord and guard our faith with our lives. Let's see what's happening with the Israelites in Judges chapter 5. The prophetess Deborah wrote a poem or a song of praise to the Lord. 
She even addresses kings and princes, for she wants all the people to praise God. She writes about their trespasses and choosing other gods, but then how God rescued them. She writes about Jael and how she killed Sisera, Jabin's right-hand man. Yes, the two ladies who helped wage the war and win against the Canaanites were Deborah and Jael. Verse 31 says, So let all your enemies perish, O Lord, but let those who love him be like the sun when it rises in its might. And the land had peace and rest for 40 years. In chapter 6, we read the Israelites went back to their evil ways and were tormented by the Midianites and Amalekites for seven. These people tore up their land so the seeds would not grow. The Israelites became impoverished and started crying out to the Lord. In his compassion, God gave them another prophet named Gideon. Gideon was a part of the Manasseh tribe, which was among the poorest of tribes. Verse 15 says he was also the least in his father's house. It is just like God to take the least and equip him with the Holy Spirit's strength. An angel of the Lord came to him and told him the Lord was with him. He said, go in this your might, and you shall save Israel from the land of Midian. Gideon was wondering how this was possible. And the Lord said to him, surely I will be with you and you shall smite the Midianites as one man. Gideon asked for some signs. He needed reassurance. He was chosen to help save the Israelites. The signs were given. No spoiler alerts here, though. Take your time and read and enjoy this chapter. For it is one to meditate on and remember. Psalm 108 is written by King David, likely after a battle he had won. The first half of the psalm is one of praise to the Lord. I am particularly drawn to the praise he sings early in the morning. He always gives his early mornings to God. In Psalm 5:3, he wrote, In the morning you hear my voice, O Lord. In the morning I prepare a prayer, a sacrifice for you, and watch and wait for you to speak to my heart. In Psalm 108 here, he sings praises to the Lord early in the morning. Yes, our early time with the Lord is so important. In the quiet, we can be more in tune with our creator. We are able to hear his gentle whispers. May we intentionally spend some early morning time with the Lord before the busyness and stress of the day sets in. The second part of the psalm is a prayer for God's help to fight King David's enemies. Verse 13 says, Through and with God we shall do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our adversaries. King David demonstrates the power of thanksgiving and praise, the power of prayer and petition, and the power of God Almighty. He does this early in the morning. I often wonder if this is why he operated in God's power so much more than most. Let us seek to learn and imitate his early morning practices. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for the messages in your word. Help us fight to stay connected to you, Lord. Keep our hearts soft toward you and keep us seeking you until we are in heaven with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.